This is the Voices of Indie podcast hosted by Josh Gillespie. Voices of Indie is a show dedicated to giving you the opportunity to know the musical, visual, and theatrical arts of Indianapolis, Indiana. Tonight's guest is mixed media artist Kate Oberreich. Welcome to the latest episode of Voices of Indie. I am here with Kate Oberreich who is an artist in in residence, is that technically the term? I think that's fair to say. Okay, an artist in residence at the Harrison Center at Harrison Gallery. Uh, She has actually been featured this month at the Harrison Gallery, so this is March of 2022. Um, And if you haven't been able to check it out, don't worry, Kate's bringing all her stuff back into the studio that hasn't (laughs) sold, and there are a lot of of stickers on those pieces. So if you missed it, that's that's on you. Um, But I am so thrilled to get this chance to speak with Kate. Kate currently has uh, the gallery piece. It's called... Other People's Oceans. Other People's Oceans. Yes. So I definitely want to be talking about that because the, the pieces are fantastic. They, you have a lot of shapes and designs and, and different styles that you are using, mm-hmm. like in terms of um, not just paint and, and acrylic, and you got a lot of stuff going on in some of these. <laughs> um, and, and, and for those who are listening to this and they're like, Josh doesn't know what he's talking about. It's because this is my first artist, like visual artist podcast. I'm learning with you. Um, and if you happen to know this stuff, well, gravy for you. I, this is new to me, um, but I'm excited about this. And uh, so, Kate, before we start talking about your work, uh, which is fantastic. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Certainly. Um, so I am. I consider myself a mixed media painter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't stick with just acrylic. I'm primarily water media. So I'll be acrylic and gouache and uh, ink and watercolor. But I like to mix in collage and embroidery and sewing. And I've recently started beading my work. And oh, really? Yeah, doing sequins and um, you know whatever whatever I can make stick mm-hmm. is sort of my my go-to. Um, just I like to try new things all the time. Um, grew up here in Indianapolis. Um, lived here my pretty much my whole life. Short stints elsewhere, but um, always coming back. Um, I have a BFA from Ball State, um, so uh, Bachelor of Fine Arts, mm-hmm. um, majored in painting, minored in classical cultures, um, so big emphasis in um, mythology, uh, mm. world mythology. Um, so just, I think that just speaks to me having a lot of different interests and, oh, sure. you know, going all over and taking a path that I, I may not have initially set out on, but... Yeah. That's where I'm heading. Um, both my parents uh, are artists. My dad was a photographer, and my mom's a ceramic artist. Um, and then just a really supportive family mm-hmm. in the arts. That everybody was just like, "Yes, go be an artist." That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, so how you you are a full time artist? Yes. Um, how does one outside? I mean, clearly you had the upbringing, you had the support system, but how does one? get into that like if, if I mean, and, and, and that may sound like a dumb question but I mean, no, not you know all. you hear the, the term starving artist you hear a lot of things or it, it, I guess expectations of what people have for, for people who work in the visual arts um, but it is a sustaining like not just a life force for you but yeah. I mean you're able to make a life out of this uh, in several ways how how does one go about that I mean you clearly have the, the college education the mm-hmm. educational background 
I mean, I started early. Um, I'm incredibly lucky, privileged, whatever the term is, uh, to have had supportive family. Um, you know, my dad used to cut off his, his photo backdrop paper and tape it to the floor and put the crayons out. And um, so that, I think, was one of my early experiences making things and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, then came classes and other activities around art. Um, and thankfully just that kept going and the interest kept going, um, which led to school, which I, you know, I don't think that you have to have a formal art education to be an artist. If you want to be an artist, you be an artist. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that, you know, you try things, um, and see what you like and try another thing. If the first thing didn't work or if the first thing did work and you want to mix in something else Mm -hmm. um but i think getting into being an artist is just the act of doing it Mm -hmm. um and you know we're we're our own worst critics in determining what is good what is bad art um we're even you know when you do that to yourself Mm -hmm. um that's hard um so I think uh, just doing it, I think finding a community is important. Um, other people who are doing what you want to do mm-hmm. um, and people who are at all stages of it. So someone who is a year ahead of you or five years or 10 years, you know, there's the big aspirational goal, but you need people along the way who can help you with the smaller steps. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully I had that and I, I like to be that for other artists as well. Mm-hmm. Who were some of your influences along the way, and who are who are your influences now? So I mean, that's obviously multi-part question. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so um, I would say in the world of painting, um, I have always loved you know fellow mixed media painters. So Rauschenberg, Anselm Kiefer, um, uh, Sabrina Ward Harrison is is a contemporary. Um, several of my professors were were ones along the way um locally even i i'm inspired by um artists like anila aga and um oh gosh i think of all the names (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm lucky enough i get to meet artists pretty much every day Mm -hmm. and there is something that i find inspiring about each and every one Uh, you know there's one thing that i have realized about indianapolis um, and and I've lived here the vast majority of my life as well. Mm-hmm. I primarily in the suburbs, but um, you know, growing up, uh, my dad worked at the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a performer, but I mean, he worked at the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra. So we I went to a bunch of yeah. shows growing up, um, and there's always been like this. I don't know how classical music meets art. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like there's always been this uh, sense of Indiana culture and art. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of has gone hand in hand. A lot of people may not, outside of Indianapolis, may not think of that. But, I mean, that's always, you know, from uh, the IMA, now Newfields, you know, that's always been there. Like, that's been, um, you've known about that if you're in Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, and obviously for the last 20 some odd years, we've had the Harrison Center and other galleries within Indianapolis. Um, but I guess until you really start hitting all these, you don't realize how many artists there are. It's huge. In Indianapolis. This community is huge. It is. Yeah. I mean, so like 
how do you get into mixed? And, and I'm, I'm, far, I'm sorry if this feels like I'm going all, all over the place. It'll probably feel that way throughout the entire totally uh, fine. <laughs> entire <laughs> conversation. <laughs> but like, you know, you you mentioned going from you know starting like on with crayons on on dad's photography paper or but you now into mixed media. But like, what does mixed media mean to you? Because I feel like that could probably mean a bunch of things to different people. I think it could. Um, I think some artists choose like a, a set of media. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to use, you know, paint and ink and a thing, and that's their their path. And I feel like I have that base as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to, you know, bring in um, sewing. Um, and sculptural elements. I want to try new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. And sometimes they don't work right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, you know, finding objects to paint or do. I mean, I've got, you know, these globes that I want to mm-hmm. make a series of. Um, and I it's see just one. A, it's out of view of the camera yeah. here, but I see that one of your. Uh, a similarity from one of the paintings that from the uh, Harrison Gallery Absolutely. exhibit is yeah. kind of forming on the globe there. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes it's about um, the substrate and figuring out how to work on mm-hmm. a new a new support, um, whether it's paper, or a globe, or a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but just I think for me, mixed media is being open to experimenting mm-hmm. um, and trying a new new way of attaching something or covering it or uncovering it mm-hmm. and seeing what the material will do. Well, I want to get into a bit uh, to talk about um, about your exhibit this month in the Harrison sure. Gallery. Um, you gave an artist talk this past Sunday um, and you were asked about uh, a piece that you have on, I think is the West Wall. Sure. <laughs> well, sure, why not? Yeah. We'll go. We'll go. <laughs> It doesn't matter it's which on, direction. If you're listening to this, it really doesn't matter. Uh, but it's, it's on a to, wall. Yes, yeah, it's, it's on a wall. It's next to the fireplace. Yeah. Um, and it's like a series. Mm-hmm. And you've worked in some tarp work. Yes. So explain that a bit, because there was a story that you had there. Sure. Uh, so the tarp came out of, um, again, it's that experiment. It's, mm-hmm. it's can this material be used in conjunction with painting can I paint on it can I stitch on it can I attach it to something else without it um, you know falling apart or you know it's the the material quality of it is really interesting and Mm -hmm. I specifically was looking at used tarps so Mm -hmm. recycled something with a bit of of a story already in them so Mm -hmm. I I put out a call um, that I was I wanted to experiment with it and I was looking for ones that were you know they could be dirty they could have holes and tears and rips and um, be missing pieces of them Mm -hmm. Um, but they they kind of came out of one the color blue is really important to my work Mm -hmm. and you know these everybody knows the blue tarp we've all used them for storage and covering things and and uh that's how the these kind of got their life um but two two years ago time is weird now um, right no it is it <laughs> so is. i will say october 2019 i i did an artist residency on uh samos which uh, is a greek island um very close to turkey um and it is the site of one of the um uh refugee camps in that string of islands and um, we 
drove past and kind of through one of the camps. Not didn't go actually into them, but there's mm-hmm. a roadway that goes past them, and just observed that so many of the shelters. Um, as part of the camp were made of this blue tarp mm-hmm. material um, and that kind of with my work being so much about home and where you find it um, and this brought about a new perspective on that a new a new way of looking at this for people who this isn't home mm-hmm. it's temporarily home um, and then the temporary nature of tarps the temporary nature of uh, these materials um, that they are working to establish a, a safe place. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I started to look into ways to incorporate that as an extension of the idea of home and shelter and uh, finding safety mm-hmm. um, as well. And it's just sort of, uh, it took on another life too, because um, depending on how it is hit by light, it also, because water is also a big theme it looks like you know sunlight mm-hmm. sparkling on water oh effect too. that's clever and that kind of that you know that was uh, i stumbled on that that was hung on a wall and was like there was a little ripple and oh wow yeah so that's i mean that's often how my work kind of evolves it was like huh that's cool now how can i repeat that on purpose yeah <laughs> no i love it i love it you you went into a bit of the uh, into your creative process mm-hmm. uh during the the sunday's talk and I, I connected a lot with it. As a musician, I connected a lot with how you described your creative process. But tell me more about what goes into, like, when you approach a project, mm-hmm. um, or I guess in this case, not the, the inspiration behind other people's oceans. Um, as we were coming in here, we passed the, the original piece. The original painting. <laughs> yes. Um, so, like, what... What was the creative process? What was the inspiration for this? Sure. This one, um, I mean, as I mentioned, home's been a big theme uh, for, I would say, about 15 years ago. That's when I bought my house, mm-hmm. um, became a homeowner of a nearly 100-year-old uh, bungalow. And, you know, I'd, I'd grown up in old houses, and so I, I had, you know, I knew a little bit of what I was getting yeah. into. But now you have one of your own. But now it's mine, and now yeah. it's mine to take care of, and now it's mine to figure out what you know I want it to be and so that started to extend to my artwork Um, there's a house motif that has always been in the work but it took on new meaning when Mm -hmm. it was it was like oh this is mine Mm -hmm. and I have a thing to take care of Um, and you know then it's this offshoot of what does home mean to other people what does home mean to those who don't have you know home I what is it like when you don't have that that safety and security um you know but also there's this offshoot of you know domestic life Mm -hmm. and um what that means and so it just it became this launching point for a lot of different ideas that some i've looked into some are still waiting to happen um but it became a good you know sorry for the pun home base um (laughs) no if it works it works yeah Um, And then again, I I explore materials and how they could be used for, you know, to explore an idea Um, heavy into using sketchbooks. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, you know, the the whole bottom shelf is filled with them. I have tons at home. Um, Write down, I, you know, I write things. I glue in pictures and things that I've found or or objects. Um, I, you know 
my grocery list is in it sometimes. My, mm-hmm. you know, it's, sure, it's, it's whatever's inspiring. Whatever's like, inspiring. Yeah. It's the thing that's on hand and, um, it's, it's a good way to collect everything so I can refer back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the process is generally, I like to just start painting or mm-hmm. drawing and don't always have a, a clear vision of what the final piece will be. Um, several of the pieces in the show started off 10 paintings ago. So oh, they, wow. you know, started with a, a thought, an idea, wasn't quite working or it wasn't it wasn't uh, conveying what I was looking for so I painted over it mm-hmm. um, did something else and I you know we'll do that many times I'll collage something on there um, and so some of them if you look really closely you can see the the layers built up and those are all mm-hmm. former paintings mm-hmm. or the starts of ones anyway um, so I I'm big into process wise just starting Mm-hmm. Uh, putting paint on paper, putting paint on canvas, putting paint on tarp, mm-hmm. um, and just begin. Does it always begin with paint, or does it begin with mostly? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I am getting back into doing more drawing, mm-hmm. um, which is something I did in college, um, and I you know I loved it um, and got away from it for a bit, mm. um, and I have this new new drive to do you know more illustration and that kind of work um but i would say yeah primarily starts with paint mm-hmm. and just putting something down there's like there's nothing worse than a bright new <laughs> canvas or paper that <laughs> it needs something on it it needs something it is all the possibilities and none at the same time sure. i mean does that ever seem daunting i mean do you yeah. do you feel like you just need to like do you, you feel like you have to get over, like, even over yourself to a certain yeah. degree? Yeah, And sometimes I think it's a matter of, like, you know, just put something on there, knowing that it won't be the final mm-hmm. thing. There's, I can't think of a time where I've ever fully planned out a painting where I'm like, okay, the end product will look like this, so mm-hmm. I need to back up the steps mm. um, so that I know where to start. It just, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. No, sure. <laughs> I've yeah, tried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, and I envy artists who who can do that. Um, you know, I I love watching other people paint mm-hmm. um, and how they approach things. Um, and there's, you know, I'm not fast mm-hmm. when I'm making something. And I, you know, because I've thought about like, well, I'll record my whole process, but I'm like, this would be a months long video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it'll, you know, I've I've done stills where I'm like, okay, here's the canvas when I start and then a week later here's what it looks like and a week later it's this and then it goes back to something. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I've had people with Zoom being such a big thing over the last few years, I've been, you know, I'll work out of here and I'll have a painting behind me that's in progress mm-hmm. and people often think they're different paintings. I'm no, like, it's nope, the same, same one. one. <laughs> that's so cool though. I mean, yeah. one you don't I think it, it, it shows that you don't feel bound to what is on the canvas. Absolutely. You let the you Absolutely. but you let the creativity come yeah. from the canvas. I mean there's some attachments. There's some sure. times where it's like, oh, this little piece of it, I'm like, how do I preserve this? Mm-hmm. Um, but then a few steps later I'm like, it's not fitting the new so let's let's carry it on. Do you ever take something like that small piece and try to reintegrate like repaint that into something else or is that just like well that was part of that now I'm moving on a little of both um sometimes it's like that was I have to let that go Mm -hmm. um and then sometimes I cut it out 
and oh, really? I will physically reapply it to something new. Does that then open the door for a, a kind of a mixed media portion yeah. now that you have that hole there? Absolutely. Yeah, there's a hole there and it's being added to a whole new piece. So now there's two pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and I generally, I work in series. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll start many things at once or I will, if I'm feeling um, frustrated over a piece and I know I'm on the verge of ruining it, whatever ruin means. Sure. Um, Truly in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. It's time to start a new piece, mm-hmm. you know, and I will move from piece to piece. So in the, the scope of putting together a show where I do want to have a cohesive body of work, you know, there's a point where I have to stop starting new things yeah, <laughs> because yeah. the deadline's coming up. Yeah. Well, um, tell me more about the, speaking of preparing for a show, what did you do in preparation for your current exhibit in the Harrison Gallery? Uh, and again, if you haven't seen it, um, how, how would people see see it, actually, at this point? It's like, I, yeah. I, obviously, they come to your studio. To, they come to my studio. Unfortunately, but, it closes on Friday. Well, um, and I wish sh- it could keep going. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> um, I know it'll be, the work will be online on the Harrison Center's website for a little oh, while perfect. longer. Okay. I will make sure it gets on my website. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if you know, coming here isn't an option, mm-hmm. it's it's out there. And we'll um, have link, all links to that in yeah. the description. And I, I love for people to visit the studio um, to see what's being worked on now, to look at, at what has been done. Um, I love talking to people about my work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I encourage studio visits, and First Friday is always a, a good one. Um, our studio is open for most every First Friday. Um, and you share the space I'd, with a couple of other I do, artists. Yeah, so S. McKee, uh, who is also a mixed media, and then Emily Schwank, who is a photographer, um, and and both are have been so great to share space with. You know, again, it's art is about community, mm-hmm. and to be literally in the same room with other artists is a gift. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Now, yeah. So let's go back to like what went into the preparation for other people's oceans. Um, I, again, when we were uh, coming into your studio and we saw the, the painting that inspired it all, the very first mm-hmm. one, uh, you said that was over a year old. Yes. And this is, and that wasn't in. That was not in the show. It was, was in a different show. show. And I felt like it, it uh, you know, not that it ever, can't ever be seen again or, or mm, shown. Sure. But I really wanted, in preparing for the show, I wanted to have as much new, new work as possible. Um, there's a few older pieces in there, sure. but when I say older, I mean like two years, mm-hmm. um, and they happen to work with with this body. Um, I started on, you know, this body of work about a year ago, mm-hmm. maybe a little longer, um, when it was still kind of shaping up and taking form, and it was experimenting then with. Um, it started with a series that I ended up calling uh, Odyssey. Um, after Homer's yeah, Odyssey. I was going to say, was that the inspiration um, yeah. there? <laughs> and, um, you know, again, it's a journey by water and all of that. So water became, you know, was the first element that came in. I started uh, beading um, little tiny seed beads onto paper, and it started as, can I do this? Is it mm-hmm. going to tear the paper? What's the technique? Um, my fear is that someone will take a painting home and it will fall apart. And so I'm like very careful about how things are assembled and put together. You know, I want I want someone to enjoy something for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, future conservators to not be mad at me. (laughs) Sure, no, absolutely. Um, So I, you know, started 
pulling together this imagery and then the show came along mm-hmm. um it was hey do you want to do a show next march um and that's where the timeline kind of kicked in from i'm just sort of experimenting and trying things to this is a concrete deadline and i need to create this body of work that has been floating in my mind for a while mm-hmm. um and i i do sometimes i need a good deadline yeah assigned by someone else sure no, yeah um and so yeah it, it was the show is going to be about home it's going to be about water um it's going to be about water as a conveyance as a border as a all the things it is um and it's going to be about new materials Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. anyway um and that's that was the outline i started with Mm -hmm. um and it just sort of you know again it's just beginning yeah and it's putting paint on things and it's sewing things together and is this going to yeah. be a a theme that continues to go on, or is are you working on another theme, or how does that work for you? I think this one will continue for a while longer. The idea of home will always be present, uh, big into genealogy and where people come from mm-hmm. and why they why they move from place to place. Um, you know, I looked back at my own family history, I'm like. How did I come to be born in Indiana? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I, I get that. I get the big, that, yeah. the big. How do we get here? Question. Mm-hmm. But that's actually not that big. It's it's you know there are steps. There's history to look into. Um, endlessly fascinated by how people get where they are and um, and why they do it. Sure. Um, so more than just you know names and dates on a chart. Mm-hmm. It's like what what inspired someone to pick up and move. Um, so. I think that will be a constant theme, and then the work will evolve and look different. Mm-hmm. Um, but there will be elements. I loved what uh, Kyle Ragsdale was saying that there's this evolution to my work that, but it always reaches back mm-hmm. and pulls some things forward um, into it. So it's still it's still mine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. You say water has been very important, and obviously that is. Um, uh, that it makes itself known in the, the amount of blue mm-hmm. that you use. Um, I, I guess so. Uh, why? What drew you to the color blue? Um, and and I know you don't only <laughs> use. I, I know you don't no, no, only I, use blue, I, but I mean, but it's I, big. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's a big yeah. presence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think um, you know I don't really have a good answer for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been present um, in the work in some way, more so in the last, I'd say. 10 years mm-hmm. or so um, but I think it is a connection with water um, that's a big one I think water media has always been a big deal um, I you know like I said acrylic ink gouache watercolor um, and recently cyanotype um, which requires water to fix it it's a photo process oh, interesting um, so it's I mean this is these are cyanotypes that I've been working with um, and they are this this blue uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 a gorgeous blue actually blueprints came yeah. from i mean oh, yeah yeah um and there's that. some variety to it i mean this is also cyanotype that is technically a mistake but mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna keep it's gonna show up somewhere sure no, no <laughs> it'll it's, it'll we worked into something else yeah. Yeah. Sounds but yeah, themes follow through in my work. There's, uh, you know, in in college, the anatomical heart was a big mm-hmm. uh, motif, um, and I'm sure that will come back around again. Mm-hmm. You know, home is just home and water. The current current uh, 
passions, I guess. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we're, we're coming close to the end here, but I do want to ask you this. How did your work end up as the cover for the, uh, I guess, kind of the Lent series yeah. with, with Redeemer? Um, that's all thanks to Kyle Ragsdale, who's curator here. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, he hung the whole show, um, mm-hmm. which is, is an unusual experience for me because I, I do hang shows, and mm-hmm. it was strange to drop the work off and come back to it all day. Have someone else do it? Have someone else done it. It's, it's a weird feeling. Um, did he do it the way you wanted it to be done? He did it beautifully. I, I don't know if it's the way I would have done it myself, mm-hmm. but it's better. I get it. No, I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just, you know, it's like I have to let, I have to let that go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he did an amazing job with it. Um, but there was a piece in the show that he, he came to me and he's like, this would be perfect for what we're doing. And can I? And yes. And, and he took it from there. <laughs> That's been fascinating. I mean, just to kind of see how that, that, that can play in. And the concept of home and lent and all the the stuff that is you know wrapped up mm-hmm. into that um i mean i don't i don't get too uh theological on the podcast but i mean <laughs> it's it, it's just it's fascinating one how redeemer uses art yes um in well they, they 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 promote artists within the harrison center um, on on their their weekly uh, worship guides, but I mean it's just it's yeah it was kind of fascinating to see how they you know when I heard you talking about your concept of home and mm-hmm. kind of thinking about the the concept and the idea of Lent and just kind of how these things can work together and and I remember my daughter like even for that first Sunday she wasn't able to to make it to church that Sunday but she's like I see the worship guide I, because you know they'll, they'll, she watched the stream and they had just. I see the worship guide. I want get me one. I want one. <laughs> I want one. Um, and so I you know she she loved the the work that you were doing. Um, and yeah. so yeah. it was it was it was fascinating to listen to your artist talk and to again I, I yeah. wanted to it, a lot of the things that uh, that you said connected with to me as a musician from the creative standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of interesting to see how when we're talking about art how creativity it can transcend doesn't matter what you're working absolutely. on um creativity can reach people in similar ways absolutely um so that was just that was it's, wonderful it's to hear and see a whole artistic ecosystem mm-hmm. you know one thing feeds the other and creates a community and you know there's no there's no i think true like going it alone as an artist you know you'll always be inspired by something else or you'll want to connect with someone or mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a big collaborative nature um and i i love that about the community in indianapolis and beyond but indianapolis yeah. has a a great creative uh, ecosystem it does okay yeah. this, this will be the last question and i don't know how much you <laughs> i know i said that last one probably was but this will be the last question i promise okay have you already given thought to what your next series is going to be about or are you already sketching or plotting things out all right i am yeah and actually as a result of this show um there was a uh, as part of of the show there's an event called art dish mm-hmm. um which is a, a dinner in the gallery um that um brings in a chef who does you know a menu you know inspired by the show and oh. um 
guests come and they enjoy the food and the art and you know it's great to be like in the gallery mm-hmm. with it and um, had a really great conversation with someone um, from a theater and so that conversation has uh, brought about a new material that I'm going to try and work with um, and theater may come into it and see it all it mixes all, together yeah exactly it all comes so together. i love it i don't know what that work will look like yet mm-hmm. um but i i'm excited to find out um and i you know i i while the show is upstairs and all the artwork i had these great intentions of like cleaning the studio and organizing mm-hmm. things and all of that but i just like i want to get in and get my hands in yeah. some paint and start on sure on sure, sure so there'll be a little cleaning and then a lot of paint gotcha 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 <laughs> so where can people get to know you online um and where should they be following you um i would say the easiest place is going to be instagram that's where i'm most active and mm-hmm. i am at kate Oberreich. um and otherwise kateoberreich.com is my website um i promise you i will update it <laughs> <laughs> It's like the last thing on our minds. I mean, right. especially if, if we're right. the ones responsible for it. Like, I got other things to do. Life of an artist. It's the, I want to make the art. I want to make the art. But then, yes, I need to, I need to do the business of the art and, mm-hmm. and run the website and, and all of the things. But I, yeah, I would say Instagram is where I'm most active. Excellent. Well, we'll have links to yeah. both of these in, in the description of this podcast. Um, so thank you, Kate, for being thank a you. part of this. And this has been Voices of Indie. I've been Josh Gillespie. My guest has been Kate Oberreich. Uh, Please join us next time when my guest will be Jake Livingston. I'll see you next time.